Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast. I love you, now go to sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin. This is the story of the monster's maid. Dashy, True, and Barnaby were exploring. They were exploring a part of the country they had never been to. It almost felt medieval where they were. There were old stones with carvings and runes, old swords and shields that had rusted for many, many years in the ground. And off in the distance, there was a great castle. Wow, said Barnaby, look at that castle. It's huge. It's so tall. True said, it really is. Most castles are big and wide, but that one goes up, 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 up. Dashie said, let's go explore it. I bet I can take get some great pictures from there. Barnaby said, me first. He ran off, leading the way. True and Barnaby walked leisurely behind him. They didn't feel the need to run. Barnaby just gets overexcited sometimes. Mm-hmm. What do you think's in there, said Dashie? I don't know. I've never seen a castle like that before. Well, no, every time we uh, hang out with uh, Astro, we have seen many castles in some of our adventures, but never one like that. The castle was tall, really thin. It's more like a space shuttle than a castle, like a single stairwell went straight up out of the middle of the base. It couldn't have been greater than four or five houses put together, but it was as tall as a skyscraper. Look, said Barnaby, it actually disappears up into the clouds. Ah, if we're going to climb it, said True, better get prepped, because that's a lot of stairs. They went inside the castle. They looked around. It was old, and it was empty. There were some wooden chairs left in a corner, but the rooms were big and spacious and empty, except for cobwebs and dust and dirt and roots from trees that had crept in over the years. Barnaby said, Look, here's the staircase! Off to one corner, there was a staircase, and it was exactly what they thought it was, a spiral staircase that went up, up, up. True, Barnaby, and Dashy stood at the bottom of the staircase, looking up. Wow, said Dashy. Look at all those stairs. I've never seen that many stairs before, said Barnaby. Uh, I'm not sure I want to do this anymore. That looks really hard. Dashy took a picture of all the stairs going up. Yeah, she said. I think I can actually see the stairs disappearing into the clouds up there. How interesting. Well... I don't think I want to climb this today, said Barnaby. And True said, (laughs) Barnaby, we don't have to climb these stairs. Oh, Cumulo! After a moment, a fluffy, friendly face came out of the clouds. He was made of clouds. He was the fluffy Cumulo, and there was enough space on his back to carry all three friends. Dashie loved riding Cumulo. True and Barnaby were used to it, but it was still so novel for her, so new. Riding in a cloud that could smile and wink and talk with you almost. The cloud went, Woohoo! True said, Cumulo, can you take us straight up this stairwell, all the way to the top into that cloud? Cumulo said, Woohoo! The cloud went up, 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 and she went really fast. Each set of stairs zoomed right by the three friends. They went, Barnaby said, Wow, we're going fast! Before they knew it, the cloud ceiling was approaching. Cumulo began to slow down just before she went into the cloud. 
She seemed a little apprehensive. What's wrong, said True. <laughs> Cumulo, you're scared? <laughs> okay, Cumulo, you don't have to take us any further. We'll get off right here on these stairs and we'll walk the rest of the way. We will, said Barnaby. Yes, Barnaby, we can walk. Dashy jumped off. So did True and so did Barnaby. Cumulo gave him a smile and then went out a window next to the staircase. Bye, Cumulo. If you could wait close by in case we need you, that would be great. Cumulo went, Dashy took a picture, this time looking straight down. Wow, she said, we're so high up. I can barely see the ground from here. Yeah, well, I can barely see anything going up because there's clouds right in our way. Let's go, said True. The three friends walked up into the cloud. It was gray and heavy and cold, and it felt like a rain cloud as they started to get a little damp on their clothes. They didn't walk long before they popped out the other side of the cloud. What is this? This isn't right. What, said Barnaby? Look, look outside. They all looked outside of one of the windows. Before them was a huge sea of clouds. As far as they could see, and it had been a cloudy day before, so that wasn't anything new. But what was strange was, before they went into the cloud just a few minutes ago, it was daytime. Now that they're on the other side of the cloud, it's nighttime. The stars are out. I can see the moon, said Barnaby. This is strange. Why is it nighttime up here? It should be daytime. The sun should be up here. Something else was strange, too. The stairs ended to a door. Why would there be a door in the wall here that goes to nowhere? It's just a drop on the other side. Barnaby said, Oh, I'm scared of heights. Why did I do this? You're not scared of heights, said True. You're a cat. Cats love being up high. Barnaby said, ah, Oh yeah, I forgot. Dashy went to the door. It was a red door that came to a point. There was some sort of crest on it. She couldn't quite make it out. It almost looked like a werewolf or a monster or some sort of hairy sculpture on the door. What do you think that is, said Dashy. I don't know, said True. It can't be anything behind the door. It just opens into air. These walls are only like a foot or two feet thick. Dashy tried to open the door. Ah, ah, it's stuck. Barnaby said, here, let me help. Barnaby climbed up on the door and pressed his feet against the wall with his paws on the knob. Dashy pulled. They still couldn't get the door open. It's really old, I think. It's just stuck. I don't think it's locked. True said, I'll help. True got up. She grabbed the doorknob the, tor- the door handled too. Between the three friends, they said, okay, on three. One, two, three. They pulled the knob as hard as they can, the handle as hard as they could. The door went and opened. The door swung open and the friends fell back on the ledge. Oh, that was close, said Barnaby. If we fell any further, we would have fallen right down to the bottom. True said, look. Dashy and Barnaby looked. The door was open. Dust had come in. But something else, a cool breeze. A very cool breeze. But this was strange, because it wasn't the cool breeze from the outside air. It wasn't outside at all. What is this doing here, said Dashy. She got up and walked through the door and under her feet she could feel soft ground, and she could smell pine trees. She could see leaves in the wind, and as she looked up to the sky, she saw another moon and clouds. Are we on the ground? We can't be on the ground. Look! That's over there. The sky's over there. Where? What is this place? 
There's a whole forest in this room. A whole world, said True. This is strange. Is this like a yellow portal? I don't think so, said um, Barnaby. Yellow portals are fun and sparkly, and you get to yell and roll around in them, and they take you from one place to another. Look, said True. Off in the distance, they saw what looked like a stone altar. Big rocks coming up out of the ground, but carved, clearly put there by someone intentionally. And standing on the altar, they saw something. Just a silhouette. It was hairy, and it was big, and it had glowing red eyes. And as they looked at it, it saw them. What is that? The creature disappeared, high hid behind the altar. Dashy said, Huh. I wonder what that was, and what's it doing up here? How is there a whole world in this little room that goes off into nothingness on the side of a tower that goes up into the sky? I want to check it out, said True. Barnaby said, True, you're so brave, but I'm a little nervous. I think we should go back. True said, Don't you worry. I'll protect you. But it's so dark in here. It's nighttime in the tower. It's nighttime in here, and I want to go back into the sunlight. True thought for a minute. Hmm. I think I can help with that. She chose a wish from her backpack, a happy little wish that smiled yellow. And then she thought, little wish, I don't need you to turn into your special power just yet. She pulled all three wishes out. They all smiled at her and she said, hey guys, I don't need any of you to use your special power. Will you just three stay together and float above me? You make a warm yellow light and you can help us see in the dark just by glowing. The little wishes went hee and flew above her head. Follow me, said True. They walked along. The wishes lit the way. Barnaby felt a little bit wetter, better that the wishes were lighting everything, and Dashie was taking pictures of everything. The woods around them were blue, blue with moonlight. They walked through the woods towards the stone altar. Dashie noticed something strange. Every few steps, she heard something in the woods going, like something was running, like something was running with circles around them. Barnaby heard it, too, and he started to shiver. <laughs> True, I think something's in the woods watching us. True said, Wishes, can you get a little brighter? The wishes went, Ooh, and they glowed even brighter. Can you see anything with the new wish light? They looked into the woods. They didn't see anything there at first, but they could still hear something going. <laughs> Barnaby said, Look! Everyone looked in his direction, and there were two red glowing eyes in the woods, but they disappeared. Barnaby said, Let's get out of the woods and get to the altar where we can see further away. The three friends started at a jog, moving quickly, and they knew they were being followed. They could hear it behind them. They went up the stone steps, up to the, up to the tower, not the tower, up to the altar, and turned around. And there they saw it. Red eyes coming out of the dark. Big fur and a low growl. <sighs> Dashie said, Stop! Who are you? The monster made no effort to talk. Maybe it couldn't talk. Maybe it was just a wild animal. A wild animal with glowing eyes. What is this thing? I can't see it very well. It's still too far away. True looked around. The stones had scrawlings all over them. Something had been carving things into the stone. There were pictures of what looked like a monster and a man. Or maybe it was a carpet and a man. There was a picture with the carpet and the man separate, then there was a picture with the carpet on the man, and then there was a picture with a monster. Huh, I wonder what these carving means, means, said Dashie. 
All of a sudden, they heard on the stone steps, <laughs> the monster was coming up. <laughs> he started to step into the light of the wishes. He had big teeth, long, white, and drooly. He looked at them with his growling yellow eyes and his big, mangy fur. Dashie said, stop. The monster didn't stop. True said, we've got to do something. I think he's going to attack us. Dashie said, monster, stop right there. She pushed her camera to her face and took a picture. The light bulb flashed and it took a picture of the monster, but he didn't even stop. It didn't hurt his eyes. It didn't even make him slow down. It didn't even make him curious. True Barnaby said, I'm going to use my cat kung fu on you. True said, don't do it, Barnaby. Let's use a wish. She said, which wish should she use? Punchy, he'd make holes in punch really up. <laughs> There's a wish called Punchy? I think it's called Punchy. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just call it Punchy. Okay. True said, Punchy, I choose you. The little yellow wish turned into a small little ball with two arms and two big boxing gloves and a big smiling face. He went, <laughs> and punched into the air, doing a little bit of shadow boxing. True said, Punchy, protect us from that monster. Punchy looked. There was the monster. He went, mm-hmm. He went up to the monster and started throwing punches. The monster started throwing punches back, and they began to fight. Dashie, in the middle of the fight, looked at her camera, and she said, What is this? She said, Look at this picture, True and Barnaby. True and Barnaby couldn't look at the picture. They were watching this monster fight Punchy, but the monster was winning. Punchy was getting tired, and he couldn't protect himself or his friends. Dashie said, guys, look at this picture. True said, we can't. We've got to figure out what to do next to protect ourselves. Dashie said, no, look. They all looked just for a minute. And then True said, what is that? Barnaby said, that's not what you took a picture of. Dashie said, that is the monster. I took a picture of it, but he looks different in my camera. It was a picture, all right. And it was a picture of a man. He was small and kind of round. And he was wearing a big carpet on his shoulders. And he had a crown. That doesn't make any sense. Who is that? That's not the monster. While Punchy was throwing his last few punches, Dashie took took another picture of the monster. They looked at the picture on the camera. There he is again. That's not the monster. That's a little man in a crown wearing a robe made of fur. True said, I think that monster is someone under a spell. What do you mean, said Barnaby? I think if we pull his hair hard enough, we might be able to pull the monster... the monster hair off the whoever that is. Okay, that's what we need to do. Quick, the wish is getting tired. While Punchy was finally running out of punches, Dashie, True, and Barnaby snuck up behind the monster. They each grabbed a handful of hair. It was matted. It was wet. It smelt like mud and mold. Barnaby went, Ew! And the monster turned around and went, <laughs> Dashie said, Oh no, he notices us. Quick, pull, pull, pull. The three friends pulled as hard as they could, just like when they were trying to open the door. The monster went, and then all of a sudden, his fur went, and popped. Popped off as if it were just a blanket, and it fell to the ground like a fur rug. What happened, said Barnaby? Look. Just next to the fur stood a little man. He was wearing a blue suit, black shoes. He had cufflinks on his arms and a shirt. He had uh, medals on his chest and he wore a crown. 
Hello, said True. He turned around. It was a kind little old man. He said, Thank you so much. I came to this place. He said, I was cursed to come to this place. I was cursed with that mangy mane. It was placed on me by an evil witch and turned me into a monster. She locked me in this world, in this room, high in my own tower. And then this was all after she took everything in my kingdom. You saved me. Thank you. The king was very happy. And Dashi said, who are you? And he said, I'm King Turnip. And I must restore my kingdom. Dashi said, King Turnip, I'm sorry to tell you, there's nothing outside. It's just this castle. Everything's gone. King Turnip had said, Oh, just you watch. He walked back to the altar. The altar started to change. It glistened and glowed. The king stood on the altar, held up his crown, and the crown started to blast light beams in every direction. The light beams swirled and twirled, and then finally came to one point in the middle of the sky. And from that point, light. Like a huge bubble, it expanded. And as the bubble crossed the ground and the altar, the trees, and everything around him, it changed them. The grass was green. The trees were no longer pine, but oak. The sky wasn't night. It was day. The bubble grew. It grew past the world they were in, all the way to the tower door. The friends and the king ran to follow it. They came out to the tower and looked out the window. The bubble expanded. Houses, buildings, farms. Things started to appear everywhere. And townspeople, townspeople were all over the place, happy and working. The king said, The witch also cursed the land, but I have restored it. My kingdom is once again. Wow, said Barnaby and True. They were so excited. They had helped a king restore his land and his people. They had been on an amazing adventure, and they had a new place to explore. The End Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast, I Love You, Now Go to Sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly, so yeah, they can be structurally kind of rough. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. To be fair, Astro's not always in the stories. Many of these adventures feature just my kids' favorite cartoon characters from whatever cartoon they are watching at the moment, but Astro was the genesis for these bedtime stories and this podcast. I record these stories on my phone in my kids' room, and it's common to have my daughters interject during the story to make sure the plot is going in their approved direction. Sometimes the stories are long and sometimes short. Sometimes I get really into the stories, and sometimes it's just been a long day. Sometimes these stories get rowdy, and sometimes these stories can even be a bit scary. Though I do my best to keep things on the up and up with my five-year-old and her younger sisters. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them, usually. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin.